morning and welcome. Oh, I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group and walking wounded today. A little under the weather. I was off on yesterday. I was sick. Uh, let's just call it what it was. Uh, powering through, though, today. You know what? It's it's Labor Day weekend. We're closed on Monday. So, so be prepared. If you have the means to do so, add to your holdings before you head out. Because you think about it, you got to go all of today, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, before you can do anything again on Tuesday. And and you know how it is out there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what's going to be tweeted out, said, fake news, real news. Uh, uh, that's a lot of days uh, before you can uh, do what you need to do. So take the time. Just keep adding. Add, add, add. I've been telling you this. Uh, gold and silver, uh, just they don't let you in. You know, this is what happens when you get into the runs that we've seen here, uh, especially of late, right? Every pullback is brief. Uh, it's a day. Maybe you get lucky and, and it goes down for two days, uh, and then and then it's back on the move again. Uh, we had a, a pullback yesterday. Yesterday um, really was all about the August gold contract expired. Uh, that was an August contract uh, so there was profit taking, all that stuff to, uh, today. Uh, gold is at fifteen thirty. Uh, silver up again, man. Silver just silver's just getting started. I mean, we're sitting here. You're thinking about you know, silver's eighteen thirty five right now, and and you're like, man, it's come a long way. Look at, I mean, it was it was fifteen dollars not that long ago. Now we're talking about almost eighteen and a half. Uh, Twenty dollars is coming. 22, 24, 26, you know, uh, where it ends up, uh, probably, you know, and I hate, you know, not short term, but longer term, right, $50 silver, we're going to have to start talking about it again. Uh, But again, we're going to see, continue to see multi-year highs. Gold is at record highs all across the world. Uh, It'll be here soon as well. Uh, And and really because it's a debt problem. It's always been a debt problem. Now we have a a superpower problem, right? China and the U.S. This is not a trade war. I've been telling you it's not a trade war. It's not even really a currency war. It's a superpower war. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number to get yourself that wealth insurance. It's not about how big your 401k or your IRA is. It's not. It's about how much does it weigh. The website at allamericangold.com. Uh, got all the, the articles. Great. You know what? Ramon's got it loaded up today. So many great articles, the videos, uh, the metals plan. Don't forget about the metals plan. Right, a lot of you like like today. We're going to run a special today, that's over sixteen hundred dollars, and it's limited, and it's going to be great. I'll get to that later. But for a lot of you, it's like, hey, man, I, I don't have sixteen hundred dollars. I get it, but you know what? We're, we want to cater to everybody. Everybody should be able to prepare. Everybody should be able to get ready for what's coming, and you know what's coming. 
$454 billion we had to borrow in August. Now, a lot of that was because we had to restock the Treasury. But get used to those numbers. I mean, you know it makes no sense. Everybody knows it makes no sense. Interest rates near zero, negative. How low they can they go? Right now, all of a sudden, the Federal Reserve, zero is just a number. Of course we can go lower than zero. Of course. Now you got former Federal Reserve chiefs trying to get rid of the president. Yeah. It's more, there's a lot at stake here. A lot at stake. So the metals plan, for as little as $100 a month, you can get started. You get four deliveries a year. And, and the thing that we do with, this, the, with the metals program is we pool all the money together. So you get a volume discount. doesn't matter if you're at the low end, the high end. I mean, we have everywhere from $100 a month to 2000 2500 a month. You can do as much as you want. You know, and I like to, to liken it to it. It's kind of our version of a 401k. You don't get pre-tax and all that stuff. But, of course, but who wants that anyway? Right? Do you really want stuff pre-tax? Because uh, what's the taxes going to be in 10 years? Where are they going to be? And you get four physical shipments a year. So if you're, let's just say you're at the low end, you're at $300 a month. At the end of every quarter, you got 300 bucks. We're going to get you a shipment. What are the fees? How much does it cost to sign up? Zero. What, what if I need to cancel? What does that cost? Nothing. What if I, uh, you know what, I had an unexpected event come up. I had a, an expense. I needed new tires. I can't do it this month. i got to put my plan on hold. What does that cost? Nothing. There are no fees. The only time you pay a fee is if, if you can't pick it up in Phoenix or Denver, we, we do charge shipping. Listen, we just barely, we, I don't, let's face it, most of the time we don't even cover our shipping costs, but it's, it's nominal. If you're at, at uh, $100 a month, we're not hitting you for 35 bucks to ship. But just to ship it, just flat out registered insured alone is like $20. But we, we keep it affordable. Everybody should be allowed to participate in this. If you want more details, go to allamericangold.com. We'll be back. Got a great special, got a great show. Get ready for the holiday. 800 By the way, the medals program, new all-time records. Yeah, it'll be the largest uh, medals plan participation yet. Uh, the bigger it gets, the better it gets. That's, that's even a better part about it. So uh, if you want to sign up for that, uh, go out to allamericangold.com. Uh, along the top there, we've got the medals program. It's got all the details, all the information on it. Or you can just call us here. Uh, Arlene can walk you through it. It is simple. It truly, truly is. Uh, it's so easy. We we have. You can change the amount. You can you can cancel it. You can put it on hold. You can start it up. You, I mean, whatever you want. You pick the day of the month. You leave a credit card, a debit card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month that works good for you, uh, and we and we just go from there. Four shipments a year, uh, and and you think about uh, where we're headed, and you just keep putting it away. It's a great way. Uh, it doesn't take that long. It really doesn't. 
you know, all of a sudden you've been in the plan a year, two, three, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I got a, I got a nice little nest egg here. Uh, you know, it's really great for you preppers out there. Uh, you know, stay at, you know, it doesn't have to break the bank, right? You don't need to have the big money. Obviously, if you do and you want to make a big purchase, great. We got that too. But uh, you can just a little by little start accumulating that wealth insurance. Uh, the the present, uh, we had a bunch of economic data out. This I'm not going to talk a lot about it. Here's what the, this is what you got to believe today. That we spent way more, consumers spent way more money than they earned. Which we know, right? We know that, right? We we know we've seen the debts, but this one was really out of hand. Uh, the big wage gains have gone; They're, they disappeared. They went away. Uh, the body snatchers came into your paycheck, and uh, the spending continued. Uh, consumer confidence big hit there. They and of course they love that number, uh, which of course. I don't know why they love those those survey numbers so much, uh, but it was way down into the 80s. We haven't seen a number like that in in years, uh, so uh, we'll have to wait and see the tariffs. By the way, September 1st. So another thing that's going to happen over the weekend: the first part of the tariffs are are happening. Uh, September 1st, so we'll have to see. And then, of course, remember, uh, we're supposed to go up to 30% on the stuff that's already up there. Uh, so a lot of things going on. The president active today on Twitter, hammering General Motors, hammering all the bad U.S. companies. You know what? He's not wrong. He really started attacking these companies that are crying about the tariffs. And, I, and I'm going to share it with you. And this is the problem that we had. Listen, this was created. What the president is frustrated about today, this was created with the bailouts. It really was. First, let's talk about General Motors. The president talking about the huge presence that General Motors has in China and questioned whether the automaker should be moving operations back to the United States. GM, once a giant of Detroit, is now one of the smallest auto manufacturers there. They're barely there. Listen, if General Motors had their way, they wouldn't make any any vehicles in the U.S. They, they don't make any cars anymore, and neither do any of them, right? And, and, and that's all by design because they can't make any money. When they sell a car, they don't make any money. So they got to move it to Mexico to make money. Now, the SUVs, they still make money there. So the only thing they will make here are SUVs. And even those, how long? They said they moved major plants to China before I came into office. This was done despite the saving help given to them by the USA, by the USA, by the taxpayers, right? We bailed them out. They should start moving back to America again. Now, he asked that as a question, by the way, in his tweet. Here's the thing. This is what happens when you bail out bad companies. This is what happens. 
right? When you bail out back, you know, I'll give you a better example. Sears and Kmart. How are they still even here? J.C. Penney's, Macy's. How are these stores should have been gone 12 years ago? Right? They should have been. Well, Sears, Kmart should have been gone 20 years ago. And, and here's the thing. Right, the, the central bank, the Federal Reserve, right, it, all these ultra-low rates, right, they, they keep these people in business because they're not really companies. Right, the big thing for them is it's all about debt. Hey, how can we roll over this debt? How can we do that? How can we make this debt payment? How can we get more debt? And then if we can get more debt, if we get someone to borrow some money, we can pay some of the debt we already got. Right, General Electric now, they're just a debt company. That's all they are. Then the president went out and said, started uh, after hitting GM, started on Friday again arguing that badly run and weak companies have blamed this trade war with China for, for well, their failing businesses in order to mask bad management. And not, Amen. Amen. But again, we bailed all of these companies out. Right? When you think about the back, go back to the, the, the crisis, right? Yes, we gave, I mean, General Motors, Chrysler, I mean, we literally wrote them checks. But when we bailed out these banks, we ended up bailing out a lot of these, these companies now that the president is so upset about. And when you sit there and you think about uh, what he's saying, he's not wrong. These were poorly run. And, and this is the part that really is upsetting. Is they wanted us to believe, oh my God, we can't let them go under. People will be unemployed. Well, guess what? They left anyway. The vast majority of these horrible companies don't even make their stuff here. People, the, the people are—they already lost the job. The job is gone. Yeah, you got the token guys at the car lots, right? Maybe the guy's still making an SUV. You think that some other company couldn't have emerged? This is one of the great things about America. Right, the the capitalism and that 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 free spirit. Somebody would have filled the void. A better operator, a better idea would have emerged. You know, and I would think about why don't we have better GDP? Well, I was I was gone yesterday. GDP got lowered. Right now, now it was only two percent. How can we only have 2% GDP with a trillion-dollar budget deficit and, and literally we gave away the farm and tax breaks to these, to these companies? Right? Well, I told you what they were going to do. Right? What did they all do? They didn't hire people. Maybe they threw you a bonus a couple of years ago. Right? Maybe, maybe you got... A 25-cent raise. Let's go crazy. Maybe they gave you a dollar. That's it. 
Now they don't they don't build factories. They buy back their stock. All the research and development that can be done is being done somewhere else. I loved it. So while I, you know, being sick has its advantages. So I had the idiot box on. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to Fox and I'm listening to these guys talking about how the trailer, you know, Vietnam's the big winner. What? Now, pay no attention to the fact, by the way, every, every single company that announces they're moving to Vietnam, this was, they were moving there a couple of years ago. Before the trade war even started. you got to remember, it takes time. Let's just say you're, you're a manufacturer and you want to go to Vietnam because, listen, why aren't they going to Vietnam? Vietnam will work for less than the Chinese. First, you got to build the plant. Right? So think about it. You got to go to the Vietnam government, right? They got all their, you know, it's another communist nation. Right? I'm sitting there, you know, they are already. Uh, on the list of being a currency manipulator. Nobody even says that. I mean, it, it's, it baffles the mind. Like, like that's going to be better. Here's the only thing that's better about Vietnam over China. Vietnam doesn't have enough people to become a superpower. Right? We can, pro- we can probably control them a little better. But everybody knows, right? Their buddies are the Chinese. And they're going to be the big winner. And they're acting like all these companies are leaving China. They're not leaving China. They just want to sell stuff to Vietnam too. So Vietnam's like, well, if you build, if you give us some jobs, we'll let you, we'll let you sell some stuff. This is stuff. It probably takes three, maybe five years before you get, you know, before you you, you get the the deal done with the government. You get your permits. You build your building. You get all the equipment you're going to need. Maybe, you know, this equipment, you know, it's not like you go to the shelf at Walmart and buy it. Right? You got to get it all made. You got to get it put in. You got to hire the people. You got to get the, the shipping logistics and, and the boats and all that stuff all worked out. It takes years. And they're talking about, oh, look how great it is. Vietnam's the winner. Like I said, they're not coming back here. And I applaud the president. It sounds great. It's a great soundbite. Bring the jobs back. It sounds great. They're not going to do it. Why? Because most of, most of them are already horribly run companies. All they care about is, hey, wait a minute. Can I get this made for last somewhere else? That's it. And, of course, you think about, we bail them all out. And now we're dealing with it, aren't we? All these retailers, I uh, forget, there's a big group. It's They got like 4,000 stores. Uh, they own Loft, Ann Taylor, uh, I think Lane Bryan, maybe. I can't remember all of them. I'll have to look it up. Getting ready to go bankrupt. Forever 21, 800 stores. They're, out of, they're going out of business. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And they're sitting there talking about how Vietnam's going to be the big winner. Really? Vietnam? 
right? We just named them a currency manipulator three months ago, right? They're, they're as bad as the Chinese. How is that any better, right? It makes no sense. And yet they want you to believe it. See, see how great it is? Seriously, I'm watching Fox News, and I think it was like Neil Cavuto was out there acting like, man, this is the greatest thing ever. Vietnam's going to win. And I'm just thinking, are you kidding me? How How is that any better? Well, it is. It just, you know, again, they just want to, uh, you know, give you the idea. Oh, by the way, that was the other thing, too, right? Yesterday, the big rally, because China said, oh, we don't want to have the trade war escalate. Duh! China's been saying it the whole time. They don't want a trade war at all. Right? No, hey, how about you just stop doing this? Right? That's all they want. Trump to stop. Do they want to give in? Do they want to do it? No. you got to remember, and, and just un- you need to understand this. We're asking, what we're asking for is for China to stop being a communist country. It's not going to happen. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. In the days and weeks following President Trump's Salute to America celebrations for Independence Day in Washington, D.C., the silence from President Trump's many critics seemed deafening. The anti-Trumpers had pontificated and presupposed Trump's every word and motive before the event but they found themselves in intellectual hiding. Prior to Independence Day, Georgetown professor Michael Dyson compared the Betsy Ross American flag to the Nazi swastika or the Ku Klux Klan cross. Harvard Law's Lawrence Tribe called our military's tank display a chilling resemblance to Tiananmen Square, where the Chinese government murdered its own citizens in the streets. Dozens of other liberal professors took to Twitter, complaining that the speech and parade would be an egotistical Trump campaign commercial. Instead, as we all saw and know, what Donald Trump delivered was an hour-long tribute to our armed forces and our rich national story that made fools of every ridiculous professor and critic in the country. President Trump referred to his Democrat opponents, his Republican allies, or even the words Republican or Democrat exactly zero times. He referred to himself only seven times, all of them in thanking or recognizing other people. Trump lifted up the accomplishments of others and praised the American spirit that has defined who we are as a nation. Let me read to you just one excerpt from the president's tribute to America. Together, we are part of one of the greatest stories ever told, the story of America. It's the epic tale of a great nation whose people have risked everything for what they know is right and what they know is true. And it is the saga of 13 separate colonies that united to form the most just and virtuous republic ever conceived. Now we must go forward as a nation with that same unity of purpose. As long as we stay true to our cause, as long as we remember our great history, as long as we never stop fighting for a better future, then there will be nothing that America cannot do. On Independence Day, President Trump truly was our uniter-in-chief. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated. 
not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Wall Street is mixed. Uh, the S&P and the NASDAQ are down. Uh, the Dow's up 30. Uh, silver's up 15. Gold's down 2 bucks. Uh, today's special, and it's, it's not, I don't have a lot, but it's a great item. I have 30 AU $20 St. Gaudens. Obviously, those of you that know, right, the St. Gaudens, uh, most people will tell you this was the best coin the United States ever minted. And by best, the design. Uh, It's the full-bodied Lady Liberty. Uh, We use that design now, that same design on on, uh, the Silver Eagles, right? It's got the the, the full-bodied walking uh, Lady Liberty. It's a beautiful coin. Remember, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he did not think the Liberty, remember the $20 Liberty, the, so, the side profile of Lady Liberty's face. That coin wasn't majestic enough to represent the power that the United States had become. Because whether people wanted to recognize it yet or not, we were a superpower. And Teddy Roosevelt said, we need a superpower-looking gold coin. It needs to be better. Better than what the English are doing and the uh, better than what the Europeans are doing. And remember, back in, back in the day, right, the French had their mint, the Germans had theirs, the English had theirs, right? He wanted the best one. And he commissioned an artist named Augustus St. Gaudens to do the design. And St. Gaudens died right as production was starting. On, on the series, so they named the coin after him, hence how it got its name, the St. Gaudens gold piece. And that was in production from 1908 to 1933. Of course, in 1933, they took the gold away. And you think about the, the, the $20, right? So that it used to be $20. This is what our central bank has done. They took something that was worth $20, and now it's worth over $1,600. That's why I said they're in our pocket. They steal from us on a daily basis. The greatest theft of all time, right? It, they, they, you talk about it's a legalized. Remember the pirates, like they had Blackbeard and Redbeard, and right there, they'd steal you know, the ships were carrying the gold and they'd come up and they'd steal the gold. This is far worse. Central bank steals from us every day. Right? And, and you, how do I, well, come on. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You know, they, they've got a target, which they just made up, by the way. They made that up by, what was it, 06? An inflation target. 2%. That's how much they want to rob you every year, 2%. 
See, they don't want to rob you. They don't want to take it all. And we let's just take a little bit at a time. <laughs> you know, can you imagine in 20 years, you just lost 40%. That's, that's what they want to do. Now, do they explain it that way? Of course not. Because if they explained it that way, you'd be upset. Now, it was okay. Hey, you want to rob me 2%, but I got 7 or 8% interest. I can live with it. Now you don't get any interest. Now it's just, what, flat-out robbing. Of course, Alan Greenspan let you know, hey, get ready. We're going to start taxing you even harder because zero is not the number. Negative one, negative two, negative three. We're already seeing it in Europe. They're starting to tax but tax deposits. And I say tax because the central bank has control over it, and they deliberately allow these rates to be negative. So I have 30 AUs. What an AU means is it's almost uncirculated, which means these coins barely saw the light of day. So these are about as nice as they get before they get graded, right? And they come in the case and they pay the money and all that stuff. So these are going to be just really top-of-the-line St. Gaudens. Right now, a regular St. Gaudens is $1,625. That's a circulated one. These are even nicer than those. And you know the stuff. If you've ever bought from us, you know. Everything we handle is good-looking stuff. These are really sharp-looking. One through nine at $1,610. You buy 10 or more, 1600 So if you buy 10 of them, it's going to be $25 cheaper, and it's going to be an even better-looking coin than what we normally carry. At 800-951-0592, take the time, put them away. Like I said, it's too much time. you got the rest of the day, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, right? By Tuesday, who knows? Uh, what could be happening? If you got the means, hey, if you, if you, one, five, ten, or whatever it is, we've got 30 total at 16, 10, one through nine, 1,610, 10 or more at 1,600. You know, you got gold sitting there around 1,530. Just great value there at 800 951 Silver, I got to give you an update. Big, big. Big volumes happening in the physical silver markets. Uh, We do have some 2019 silver eagles out there, but that's it. There are no more back dates. Uh, Everything's been being bought up. Uh, We'll have to watch the silver supply going forward because you got to remember the mint has silver uh, consumption, right? has been soft. We went from 40 to 50 million ounces to like 20 million ounces in the last couple of years. Now all of a sudden that volume is starting to come back. And it's probably going to be a hard thing for the mint to keep up. My guess will be in silver. This is just my guess. Assuming the price continues to do what I think it's going to do. I will not be shocked to see $20 silver in September. Between now and the end of the year, 
Don't be surprised if silver is kind of off and on. What I mean by that is sometimes there will be product available. Sometimes uh, there won't be product available. Uh, as these volumes start to surge, it's going to be harder for the mint to ramp up production. And then, of course, the end of the year, they got to get ready for the 2020s. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. What a tangled web that is being weaved right now uh, by the pinstripe bandits. The the central bank, it needs to end. Uh, This is from Chris Hamilton, uh, economics blog. For those of you that don't know Chris, uh, does a lot of great uh, research out there. I don't know how this is possible without them making a formal announcement. But again, it's the government. Uh, They do what they want, uh, and especially when it comes to the central bank. uh, When we sit here and talk about uh, the need for audits, uh, this is one of the things that just screams uh, for we need to know what's happening out there. According to their information from the St. Louis Federal Reserve, the U.S., Federal Reserve has started buying treasuries again. Without, I haven't heard, there's been no formal announcements of QE4. The amounts that are being bought, it, I, it's too great to be from the mortgage-backed securities. Remember, right now, there's no more quantitative tightening, right? That ended. Boy, what a bad idea that was. Hey, we're going to start running off the balance sheet. And then what did it go? A year, not even a year, and they had to stop? Now, they did say that they were going to take whatever mortgage securities they had left and make them into treasuries, but that's only going to be $20 billion a month. According to the data, and again, Chris Hamilton reporting, for the second week in a row the Federal Reserve has been buying treasuries this week was 14 billion dollars in other words so 20 billion could have been mortgages for a month but in the last two weeks they've already bought more than that and again I, I don't know uh, what, what, obviously, we've been talking about the bid to covers. There was a uh, an auction on Wednesday, a seven-year auction that had the worst bid to covers since the financial crisis. And now we're starting to see that a lot now. Hey, it's the worst bid to cover in 12 years. It's the worst bid to cover since 08. It's the worst bid to cover since 09. Now remember, I've been educating you about what bid to cover means. Right? That means, hey, listen, we got to sell $30 billion today. Everybody place your bids. And remember, we want to what? Pay the least amount of interest. So the lowest bids win. The amount of people bidding keeps declining. And now for the second week in a row, the Federal Reserve has been buying. The only reason I can think of 
is they want to keep interest rates low, right? So they're they're placing bids that hey, right? hey, we got to keep this thing down there, right? Bid low, or or what would be even worse is the bids they have are so high. Hey, I'll buy them. But I'm not taking 1.4 something or 1.3 something or 1.2 something. Right? You're going to have to pay me more. And and it essentially what? Cause horrible reactions in the bond market. And in order, my, and this is, this is what I think because they haven't made the announcement yet. And it's coming. Listen, I've already told you, it's already happened. They're going to be buying the debt. I guarantee it. It's just too much. Is they're in here, they don't want to be yet, but they have to be to keep stability in the bond market to give the illusion that everything's fine. Obviously, if everything was fine, they wouldn't be buying treasuries. And again, right, they want to fool you. They want to act like, hey, listen, let's just keep these idiots in the dark. Right? Let's go out on TV and tell everybody how great everything is. We'll go to Jackson Hole. Let's have a let's go have a meeting. Let's go tell everybody what a great job we're doing. And the president, he should stop, he should stop attacking us. Really? Maybe what we really need to know is what the hell is going on? What have you done? I mean, you think about economics think about money and fiat money and we know it goes to zero right just printing money out of thin air we know that doesn't work and yet the whole world is going to negative rates I mean Spain is the next country to go negative, right? France is negative. Germany is negative. Japan is negative, right? We've got, I don't even know, what is it, 18, 19, 20 trillion dollars of negative rates. And just to save our bond market, where's the? where should the bond market be right now? I don't know. Should the 10-year note be at new all-time record lows? My guess is probably. Yes, la- uh, earlier this week, we were within one basis point of hitting an all-time low in a 10-year note. We did it in the 30-year. Rates aren't even zero yet. According to the morons at the central bank, they say it's two to two and a quarter percent. Idiots. And now we find out for the second week in a row. They're in there. What are they doing? Right? Listen, let's not go... Let's not have it be where where they want it to go. Let's keep the illusion of prosperity together while we continue to fleece and rob everybody. Let me tell you right now, put that gold away and be glad you did. AU Saints, 1610, by 10 or more, 1600. Final segment of the week coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, two lines open. That's it. We got two lines open. Uh, we just had our first ten uh, go off the board, so we got twenty remaining AU Saints. 
Coins are almost uncirculated. This is about as nice of a coin as you're going to get without it being encapsulated. Here's what we do best here. Everybody charges way more for these coins. Everybody charges more, not us. You actually can buy them for less. Uh, $16.10, so that's $15 off a regular St. Gaudens price. Then if you buy 10 or more, I'll take off another 10 bucks uh, to $1,600 at 800 951-0592. You know, we had that meeting out there in Jackson Hole. Standard Charter is starting to release some of the comments made by the central bank in the meeting. They said that there was an apparent consensus amongst the Jackson Hole participants. Those are the central banks. That U.S. rates and the U.S. dollar we're too high. Isn't that what the president's been saying? Right, I keep telling you. Donald Trump's telling you by goal. The Jackson Hole participants in discussions of the negative impact of U.S. dollar strength focused on emerging market economies, extensive discussions of the U.S. dollar, of U.S. rate uh, rates, and the risk abroad establishes an analytical basis for a weak U.S. dollar as a global policy. So this is something new. This is a new bit of information. So now, according to Standard Charter, the theme at the Jackson Hole meetings last week was the U.S. dollar and U.S. rates, both of them being too high. And that the best thing for the global policy is a standard, right, a, a policy where all of these central banks work together in a coordinated effort to drive down the dollar and rates, which kind of means, listen, just like I told you, I told you this from the get-go. As soon as they, you know, the the insurance cut, if you will, I forgot the term they were trying to use, uh, you know, oh, the mid-course adjustment. Right? Please, shut up. Why don't you just come out and say, dude, we don't know what we're doing. Wasn't a one and done. It's never going to be a one and done. Rates are going to zero and probably Less than that, if Alan Greenspan's right. They're already started quantitative easing for, uh, it's just getting started. Sooner or later, they're going to have to come out and say, okay, we're doing it. Now, in Jackson Hole, according to Standard Charter, they're trying to get the other central banks on board to weaken the dollar. Can you say all-time highs? 800 951 0592. Everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the holiday. We'll be back on Tuesday.